Good morning and welcome to the Block Talk. I'm Jamie Taylor and I'm here sitting with Chase Kong, because I pronounced that correctly, did, yeah. the Vice Chancellor and Director of Athletics, UA Little Rock. So tell me, introduce yourself to our listener base, how you got here, who sure. you are, and what you're doing over there. Yeah, so uh, serving as, uh, like you said, Vice Chancellor and Director of Athletics. Uh, I've had the privilege to do this now for four years, just started my fifth year last month. Um, but this is actually my second stint at the university. Uh, I was here um, for about five years and uh, had a great experience, loved the campus, loved the athletics department. I left, actually worked at UAMS uh, for about three and a half, four years, and then had the privilege to come back in 2015. How exciting. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, because Thanks for having me. Well, and we appreciate it because we want to hear all about UA Little Rock as far as your experience the first time around. So before you come back to be the athletic director, tell us about the experience on campus, the experience being there. Sure, my first stint? Yes. Yeah, so I, uh, I served uh, as uh, the Director of Athletic Development, so oversaw our Athletics Foundation, mm -hmm. and I really had a chance to, to work hands-on with our, our external folks, our supporters, our coaches, uh, and raising much-needed funds uh, that, that, it, that it takes to be successful at the Division One level. Um, sports is in my background, though. I'm the son of a, a football coach. Uh, my dad uh, coached college football for a number of years, and so I moved around a lot, everywhere from Louisiana, Alabama, uh, back to Louisiana and then eventually to Arkansas. So sports is all I know and, and it's in my blood. Sounds like SEC sports too, right? So Yeah, so we, uh, <laughs> so we were uh, obviously football, a football household and uh, played, uh, played through high school, wasn't quite talented enough to play in college, uh, but we had some great stops. He was at Nickel State, McNeese, Samford, Louisiana Tech, uh, and then was a head coach at Central Arkansas for 14 years. So uh, truly sports is, is all I've known. That's really great. Do you play any other sports or did you play any other sports growing up yeah, besides football? Yeah, growing up, uh, but really started focusing on uh, on football and it may be hard to believe today. I was a 250 pound offensive lineman. Wow. Uh, I finished at Conway in my last two years of high school and I've lost a few pounds since then. Yeah, you must have. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say um, are the things that UA Little Rock can benefit with respect to the community as far as this podcast was created really to add value to the community and I feel like, um, I feel like every time I go to the campus I have a great experience. I really like it. I think it's beautiful. The facilities are beautiful the athletic department seems just kind of robust and exciting and on this tipping point mm -hmm. and I kind of just wonder as far as the community what is it that the university needs from the community right at the moment you know in, in every every strong city has to have a strong university and that's been a mantra of our campus for a long time uh, the city leadership knows that our community believes in that um, but it's a mutual uh, be and very beneficial partnership to both sides uh, obviously you've got to have a, a strong institution of higher learning to be able to educate uh, the workforce and to do the things in Little Rock that we need to be done from an economic economic standpoint. Uh, we add value in culture, uh, whether it's in the arts or it's athletics. Um, but as the athletic director, uh, you know, sports is, is such a tremendous way uh, to engage your community. Uh, and so we've got, like you said, unbelievable facilities, the Jack Stevens Center, where our men's and women's uh, basketball Jack. teams, yeah. uh, the Jack, uh, volleyball also competes in there. And then we can talk about this later on, but we're starting men's wrestling uh, and they'll compete in that venue as well. But baseball, Gary Hogan Field, uh, soccer and uh, track and field at the Coleman Complex are all great venues for our spectator sports. Um, but there, there certainly has to be a strong partnership there. And, uh, and our university has a lot to offer, but our city is our best selling point. Whether we're recruiting coaches, student athletes, administrators, uh, people want to live in Little Rock. They enjoy the quality of life here. And uh, so that's an added bonus to our, um, our athletics department. Right, so the greater the city gets and the more tourism we can attract and more excitement we can drive into the city and the more people want to live here, sure. the better the university is benefiting. Yeah, absolutely, correct? and if you look at any, any large city, especially capital cities, uh, being a metropolitan campus is unique. Uh, but you look at 
Charlotte, or you look at Birmingham, uh, you look at Wichita, Kansas, uh, very strong universities with very strong Division I athletics. Um, and so you know, when we rebranded back in 2015 to just simply Little Rock for our athletics department, it was really to, to, to rally and, uh, and unite the community. Uh, regardless, you know, if you didn't go to school at UA Little Rock or if you didn't know anyone there, uh, being Little Rock's team was very, very important to us. Uh, and so that's a piece that we put in play in July of 15. And, um, yeah, I think people understood it. Some didn't. Um, we really wanted to pull on the local ties, on the native movement, on the farmer's markets, you know, the, the pride that people have within the community. But we also wanted to crisp in our brand uh, nationally. And uh, when our men's basketball team made the NCAA tournament that year, and, uh, and it popped up on the screen that Little Rock was going to play Purdue, I think that, that became uh, very evident in our community of why we rebranded and the pride that it brought to the city, regardless of their affiliation with the university. That was a big deal. I remember seeing that Jack Stevens Center packed. You know, I remember, um, you know, there's a guy who works in your athletic department by the name of Seth Jones, and that's how we met, yeah. who is in my BNI group. And when he was doing his presentation about the university, he showed the comparison of what the Jack looks like on a typical night versus that night. Yeah. It was interesting to see how quickly the community pulled together when it got that national attention, Little Rock's team. But we kind of need that on the university every day, every Absolutely. game, right? Yeah. That's the kind of packing we need to get done. On a, on a every single game basis, sure, right? Sure, and then that year was special. I mean, we won 30 games and, uh, and certainly got a lot of national and, uh, of course, local recognition, but um, you're not going to win 30 every year. Right. And I think it's the experience that we provide. You know, you mentioned Seth Jones, our entire external team, uh, our marketing, our communications folks. Uh, I think we provide a great game day environment uh, at our basketball arena. And so, uh, regardless, win or lose, you're going to see a good product on the court. You're going to see two competitive teams with our men and women. And, uh, and we're going to win our share of games and we're going to win championships again. But uh, it's kind of the chicken or the egg. You know, do you have to win first or do, do you need the community? And really, you need both in tandem right. at the same time. Uh, but that year was special, and, uh, and certainly the rebranding came at a great time. Uh, you know, the next day after we beat Purdue on the front page of the USA Today uh, was a picture of uh, one of our senior guards, and he was popping his jersey with Little Rock across his chest. I love it. And that's another moment that I think our people in our community got to see. That's my city. You know, and if it would have said UALR or just Trojans on the front of that jersey, it would have had a very different sentiment, you know, to folks in our, in our town. Uh, and so I think it became even more evident at that point of what athletics can do for this community. That really gets me excited. Like, I got all jacked up right there thinking about it. It because it's exciting just walking down the street. I know you guys have an extension close by where we're yep. located now here in the Nexus Nook in the Central Arkansas Library System. There's a, there is a, a campus down here, and then you've guys got so much going on within the city. Tell us about where you can find the UA Little Rock anything sure. around Little Rock. Well, and you mentioned the downtown uh, campus. Uh, we just opened that about two months ago, and that was a vision of our chancellor, uh, Dr. Andrew Rogerson. Uh, we've been talking about coming downtown for a long time, but he made that a reality. And, and what a great space. I mean, you're already seeing great spe speaker series. Uh, you're seeing events, functions. All of our campus has access to it. Uh, so it's great to have a presence down here in the River Market. Uh, but our brand's got to continue to get stronger. You know, right. I look forward to the day that you can walk into a Walmart, you can walk into a Target or Kroger, um, and you can get the Little Rock brand, uh, mm -hmm. you know, shirts, socks, hats, you name it. Uh, but we're starting to see that. We're yep. starting to see uh, retailers in our community uh, carry our brand. But uh, we really, we, we have to have our community, uh, just like you said, you're getting excited as we talk here today. And we've got to get folks to believe in what we're doing. Uh, even if you don't you know, really appreciate the game of basketball or baseball, uh, the social event, the, the piece of rallying the community, the people that you come in contact with when you come to our ball games, uh, it's an unbelievable networking opportunity. It's a great way to enjoy an evening with your family. And, and there's truly something for all ages. I mean, we've got a kid zone that we do on Saturdays for the youth where moms and dads and grandparents can check their kids into Fisher Court and, and they can watch the game and their 
kids can have fun. Our student athletes work that kid zone area, uh, certainly, and we've got things all the way up to uh, some of our fans that are a little bit more seasoned and been around for you know 30 or 40 years. So truly something for everybody. Right. We've enjoyed. Um, we've been. We've had the experience down at the court side in the Jack. We've also been to baseball games, and I think what's interesting is you can actually bring a huge group of people to one of these games, and the tickets are really inexpensive. The kids get to see what it looks like to play sports on a college level, which gets them into a situation. If they go to Little Rock schools, they're going to school in Little Rock. That's their next stop is yeah, uh, is is UA Little Rock. If they can just graduate high school and pop right over here and stay at home. Sure. And what interests me about it too is that you guys actually have a lot of academic programs that have created more of a melting pot. It feels like within the the campus and the university because of some of the excellent programs that the university offers. So with respect to athletics, do you see that you kind of have like a melting pot um, amongst your student athletes where people are coming from all over to oh, to play sports here? Well, I speak to to what you said earlier too. The access that our fans have to our student athletes and coaches is really what I think sets us apart. Um, you know, whether it's an administrator, a coach, or a student athlete, I think uh, overall we do a great job engaging with the people that engage with us. And so if you want to bring your family to a game and you want to stick around afterward and get an autograph and get to meet these young people, they're phenomenal role models uh, for our youth in Central Arkansas and the Little Rock community. Um, next week we're having a school day. Seth, that you mentioned earlier, is, is working on this. And uh, we'll have an 11.30 tip-off. We've got about 1,000 uh, Central Arkansas elementary, junior high students that are coming to the Jack Stevens Center for, so cool. for a ball game. They're going to have a campus tour. The Museum of Discovery is involved. They're going to have a halftime show. And so really mixing athletics and academics and making it an educational opportunity and showing those young people what college looks like. You know, some of them, that may be their first time to walk on a college campus. And so it's really important that we partner with our area schools uh, to do things like that. Uh, as far as the, the, the diversity within our athletics department, I think we have some 23 or 25 countries represented. That is uh, we amazing. Have, we have a phenomenal international flavor. Uh, we certainly have our share of our Kansans that play for us across the board in our 15 sports. Um, and then we've got great representation from the region and, and across the country. So uh, academically, couldn't be stronger. Uh, we had a 3.36 cumulative GPA mm -hmm. as an entire department coming out of the fall. Uh, that was a school record for us. And, uh, and our young people are everything from nursing to engineering to criminal justice to future educators and businessmen uh, and women. So it's a, it's a great group of young people I'm fortunate to, uh, to be around every day. It's really exciting and it, it makes me wonder too about some of the needs in Little Rock. You see some of the needs in community and you, you wonder it goes back to that original foundation of education and taking the education to the next level and to the employment field. And so I wonder with scholarships and with respect to scholarships and through the athletic programs, mm -hmm. With scholarship money, how, how often can you give scholarships? Like on a yearly basis, how much scholarship money do you guys get? And mm -hmm. how does that all work? I mean, if somebody yeah. doesn't know how that works, how would you explain it to them? Sure, you know, and our coaches, they're, they're the ones that run point, obviously for their program, but especially in the recruiting process. And, and they start recruiting, you know, very, very early on. I mean, they're, they're talking to sophomores and juniors in high school and uh, engaging them through different camps and obviously traveling to watch them compete at the high school level. Uh, but as a department, we, we do about uh, 2.2, 2.3 million a year in scholarships. So our athletic aid totals, you know, north of 2 million a year. And, and that's spread across our 200 plus student athletes in those 15 sports. Um, the NCAA, sets limits on you know sport by sport on what you can give as a as a team and so you know men's basketball is allowed to give 13 full scholarships women's basketball's max is 15 so every sport has their number um, but our coaches do an incredible job of recruiting uh, our student athletes and and they recruit the right student athlete they want to make sure they're the right fit for our university 
uh, that they're going to be successful when they come to Little Rock, and uh, they're also going to be the right fit for the community. And they understand what giving back means. They understand what it means to build something special here. Uh, we've got a word around our, our arena and, and within our department uh, that we use a lot, and it's grit. And it stands for greatness, respect, integrity, and teamwork. Uh, but it truly takes grit at Little Rock, uh, and that's what sets us apart. And that's how you can go on the road and beat Purdue. That's how women's basketball knocks off Texas A&M in the, in the NCAA tournament, or baseball goes to Stillwater and beats Oklahoma State. You know, we're not going to have the most money. We're not going to have the biggest budget. We're not going to have the most gear or probably fly and travel like those others do. But what sets us apart is the grit factor. I get so jacked up when you say the word grit because for me personally, that's been my story. And has, my husband is a, is a graduate as well from, um, from UA Little Rock. And we've talked about the struggles we've felt in small business and in mm -hmm. the community and trying to build these things. And just hearing that word should resonate within this community because sure. of all the things that have been built around it. And so what an exciting thing for your athletic department to face every day and look at yeah. and have this goal and model to live up to. So in what sports are students eligible to play? Because I know there are some that they can play soccer, but that's only female, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay, so what are the whole encompass, all the sports you can play? Sure, so we've got men's, women's basketball, volleyball, and wrestling, and, and we'll use the Jack Stevens Center for those uh, competitions. Uh, women's soccer uh, and track and field. So we've got indoor track and field, outdoor track and field, and then men's and women's cross country. So that's six sports there. Uh, we've got women swimming and diving. Uh, we've got men's and women's golf, uh, and we've got baseball. Uh, and so it's a it's a pretty comprehensive uh, you know athletics department. And the addition of, uh, of wrestling is going to be really exciting for us this fall. Uh, we're starting construction on our new facility uh, here in the next couple of weeks. It's going to be about 19,000 square foot um, practice facility. It'll have four mats. It'll be one of the best in the country uh, in all of Division One athletics. So uh, we're excited and very grateful. Greg Hatcher uh, and his wife made that possible with a, a very large gift uh, north of 1.4 million. So those are the kind of innovative things that we're looking at doing. And um, and our department works very hard. We've got the best complement of administrators I think uh, we could ever uh, possibly imagine putting together and we're constantly looking at ways to push the envelope and advance not just our university but the city. Well and you guys have had some really significant donors that are community leaders, people that have lived here a long time and that believe in the university and the mission of it so you're thankful for that I'm sure having community oh, as far as what you do have so far but we're definitely always looking for further community partnership I'm sure. And you see that through our season ticket sales and, and last year we had a, a record year in fundraising. We had uh, just north of 4.3 million that was raised uh, just for our athletics department and so those are all great indicators that the city is buying into what we're doing and, and hopefully we're doing our job and, and forging those partnerships. That's exciting. So um, what are some of the benefits of um, the Jack Stevens Center, the addition of that to the program? I mean I know it's great to have it there and have people come but what do you think as far as a university and people being attracted to the university, do you think that's a big piece of it? Oh you bet I and mean, it's really a crown jewel of our campus. Um, we didn't have a home on campus and uh, we may have played maybe in the 60s and, and early 70s at our old field house but uh, for several decades we were playing downtown at the convention center, we were playing at um, Barton Coliseum, and then we played at uh, what was Altel Arena at the time before this, before this arena was built. It's 13 years old, time has flown, it's hard to believe that that facility, and you've obviously... Oh, it looks brand new. Yeah, <laughs> I, and that's a compliment to uh, our associate AD, John Evans, who was there during the inception and uh, oversees that facility. But it, it's incredible, it allows us to have commencement on campus, I mean small things that you really don't think about, but the, the, the non-athletic events that we're able to host there. Um, as we speak, we've got the uh, state wrestling uh, championships going on right now, and we're going to probably have five or 6,000 people come through the doors uh, over the next two days, uh, you know, supporting high school wrestling. Uh, and then certainly our basketball and volleyball 
it's, it's about as good as a 5,600-seat arena could be. And uh, we're very fortunate. The Stevens family, when they made that gift uh, 13, 14 years ago, it not only transformed our athletics department, uh, but it transformed our university. I may or may not have already been inside of that horse that shoots out T-shirts. Oh, very good. Yeah, you can I, talk to Seth about I, that. I think you could be a permanent uh, T-shirt <laughs> thrower from the Trojan horse. I actually was going to ask if I could wear the Trojan outfit because I think that's really cool, the guy, the Trojan that comes uh, we out. Could, we can make that possible. I okay. think your energy would, uh, would serve us well in that uh, I, I'm going to do it. Well, I apologize if I'm not allowed to be inside the Trojan horse, but I have. Um, <laughs> do you think that a partnership between um, the college and the community, if we can ramp that up, do you think it's going to help the attendance? And I mean, the attendance really is what lends itself to the athletic department, right? I mean, right. without a whole bunch of students, you don't have a whole bunch of students to choose from as far as the athletic programs mm -hmm. go. So do you think, I mean, how can the community partner better through the high schools and through the private schools? I mean, is there a way or an idea that someone's already presented or what are you guys looking for in those areas? Yeah, you know, and um, enrollment across the country, I mean, everybody is in the same boat. You know, everybody's fighting for students. Um, and so it's something that we talk about all the time, you know, especially the Chancellor's Cabinet. Well, what is our enrollment management strategy? You know, the biggest thing that our city can do is be advocates for us, you know, find creative ways. And it's a two-way street. We have to reach out and we've got to, you know, talk to local business leaders. We've got to understand uh, what are the needs for the workforce and we got to be able to accommodate that and, and have an answer to that um, but there's so many different ways that folks can can get engaged with this but I think at the high school level uh, being an advocate for our university uh, recognizing that it is a top-notch uh, institution of higher learning you can get a great education it's comprehensive everything from a great business school to nursing school to the arts um, our campus our facilities are, are incredible we've built some beautiful buildings here over the last 10 years uh, and we've got some really specialized programs and as a research institution uh, it provides us community a lot of different options for education. Then um, we also have a very large non-traditional segment. So we've got those students that are looking to finish their college degree, looking to uh, go back to graduate school and, and get cert certain uh, specialty degrees. Uh, that's what we can offer and have offered to this community for a long time. Um, but we just want to make sure that we better position ourselves uh, to be that school of choice, you know, especially for that high school senior in Central Arkansas and, and around our state. And um, you know, we've got 1,400 beds on campus now. Uh, you know, for those that uh, like your husband that remember the old UA Little Rock, yeah. you know, campus housing wasn't a part of our our experience. Right. And so now we've got 1,400. Uh, beds on campus and a lot of our student athletes about 75 percent of them live on campus uh, and so there's several populations that we serve and it's been really neat to watch that traditional segment on our campus grow and to see the culture on campus change and, and certainly as the director of athletics that's what we need you know those right. are the students that are attending our games and so having housing you know you ask about the impact of the Stevens Center you know just a short walk from those dorms those students can be at our games having a great time you know and celebrating the university that's so exciting and I just you know that traditional college experience being able to have that down the road, especially when you grow up here, that has to be incredible for someone to experience, and that's sure. definitely something I'm sure you want to happen more often. So that's our goal in having you on the podcast and asking these questions. We want our listener base to um, talk to their kids and their high school kids about UA Little Rock and see really what it is that um, that they can do here as far as a degree program and athletics. I'm thankful to Seth for the opportunity to meet to meet with you, but I want to know too, as far as getting in touch with you guys for tickets and specialty events, if somebody wants to host a community event at the yep. Jack, um, how do they go about doing that? Do they reach out to John or Seth? Or you, or how does that work? Yeah, so you know, our, our ticket line is 565-8257, and um, we've got several folks that are tied into our ticket office, but uh, that's one thing I love about our department. Everybody's well-versed, everybody understands our operations, so no matter who you talk to uh, on the phone, they'll be able to assist you, whether it's for a group experience to get season tickets or individual game tickets, uh, or if you're interested in looking at the Jack Stevens Center and hosting a community 
community event, uh, that's probably the number to, to reach out to. And, um, and I think we take a lot of pride as a department in being responsive to our community. And so uh, Seth's been incredible and uh, certainly would sell you a ticket uh, to anybody that wants to check out a game here yeah. down the stretch. Yeah, he will. He actually, I, I don't know if they've told you about this, but myself and John have been working on a little bit of a community event. Yeah, yeah. We were hoping about um, kind of reviving Hoop Fest in mm -hmm. a sense that um, having a basketball tournament where local businesses can, can buy their, their their chip, I guess you will, mm -hmm. and play against each other in a single el elimination tournament. That's a great concept. Until yeah. my team wins, of course. <laughs> and then, of course, all that, that money donated we can um, give back to a local community. So we appreciate you guys giving us the opportunity to do that because we feel like that partnership between the community and between you hopefully will, will help us both and bring some community feelings to us all. So um, you are one of the youngest athletic directors that ever did get the job athletic director yeah. throughout the nation. Sure. And I can't not bring that up because mm -hmm. I feel like you have some grit and determination to have made that happen. Yeah. So if, if somebody's listening right now that maybe is thinking about going to college there, that maybe they're thinking about playing basketball there or something like that, you had the opportunity to tell them mm -hmm. why you would choose it and, and what you face and what you see now at the university. Can you can you maybe come up with some sort of motivational um, advice to give sure. them? Um, you know, it's persistence, right? And, um, you know, I was sharing with you uh, before we started this uh, podcast, you know, this is something I've wanted to do since I was 12, 13 years old. And so didn't know how long it would take me to get there, didn't know what the path would be, and, and certainly never thought that it would happen as quick as it did. Um, but you got to have a plan. Uh, you have to put yourself out there. You have to take leap, uh, leaps of faith, you know, during your journey. Um, but it's so important, and I tell our student athletes this all the time, and I think it also pertains to, you know, high school students and, and those uh, youth looking at college. Your network is so important. You know, it's so important to uh, engage with people uh, that you're around, and, and you never know how they can help you. And, and I tell our student athletes that all the time. Our, our fans love our young people. You know, they want to help them after they get out of college. They want relationships with them. They'd love to see them stay in Central Arkansas and work and raise their families and be productive citizens. Um, and so my journey um, has been uh, has been unbelievable. It's happened very fast, and I've been very blessed. Uh, but it does. It takes persistence, that grit, and determination. All those things are cliche, but I think when you stay focused and, uh, and you know what you want and you have that end goal, uh, but you also have to be patient. You know, it's a fine line there. You didn't have to be that patient. Well, I, was, I was lucky there. But, uh, but, but, you know, someone asked me if you could give yourself some advice, you know, 10 years ago, not knowing what you know now, what would it be? And, um, you know, I think patience is part of it uh, yeah. because you got to enjoy the journey. You know, everybody's got an end goal. You know, you hear the you know the the coin term of the process. You know, but but there's so much in that, and if you don't enjoy that journey and you don't enjoy the process, uh, you truly can get to the pinnacle and, and not have that fulfilled uh, you know moment that you thought that it was going to be. Mm. And it's not that defining moment that you thought, and you look back and go, "What got me here? What was that journey like? Okay. And uh, what was that quote unquote process like?" And that's where the relationships are. That's where you build friendships. You you build long uh, long term relationships with people that are going to be able to help you the rest of your life, not just your career, but your personal life. Um, and so it's not a, it's kind of an oxymoron, you know, slow down, have patience, but also that grit, persistence, and, yeah. and determination, and, and finding that balance, um, I, I think, with young people is key. That's exciting. So would you say, as a young family, too, married, three kids, yeah. you, you got a lot on your plate. What would you say your key to um, that balance really comes down to? Is there one consistency in your life that you've always held on to or one thread? Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I'm a creature of habit. Uh, I've got, I live a pretty structured day. I'm an early guy, so I, I try to get in early and uh, get as much done as I can before the day gets away from me. Uh, but I have an incredible wife. Uh, Lisa and I have been married for uh, nine years, and uh, she, she holds down the fort at home and uh, really helps take care of our three little girls. But the beauty of college athletics, and this is how I grew up being a, a son of a coach, is they can be involved so much mm -hmm. in your day-to-day -day life. You know, they're at all the ball games. They'll yeah. jump on the bus and travel with me, you know, with the <laughs> volleyball team or the soccer team. And 
uh, our student athletes get to know them and it teaches them so much about life I mean in both ways it, it exposes our student athletes uh, to, to youngsters probably humanizes me yeah. a little bit yeah. <laughs> uh, but it also teaches my, my three little girls so much and uh, I couldn't be more grateful for the group that they get to be mentored by well thank you so much we can't be we are more than grateful for you coming on the show and appreciate your advice Thanks, and um, I know you're gonna need that grit and determination to raise three girls I will, so uh, I wish and, you and luck. a lot of patience in there too yeah a lot of it yeah. so I wish you luck at that and thank you so much for your time wonderful thanks Jamie all right block talk we're out